gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. We are the New York Knicks. 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 Say go New York, go New York, go. So bad. First things first, shout out Marcus Camby. Marcus Camby, absolutely. UMass is on. It's it's so bad. It's good. Oh, that nineties, that nineties, uh, scream sing. Oh, I bet this was. I bet this was thumped in the Dude, let me let me tell you right now. I did uh, I did an event yesterday in the Bronx. At this bar, Knicks won. I played this. They went nuts. <laughs> they went nuts. Absolutely nuts. All right. Ladies and it's again. It, it goes into the realm. It's so bad. It's it's good, and they need to update this song. But this is 1999. Unbelievable. It grows up. It grows up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, to, <laughs> welcome to Sons of Slam on the eve. Not even the eve. The aftermath of the Knicks taking the first round against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Congratulations to the Knickerbockers. Uh, they will be facing the Miami Heat. Who, by the way, shout out to the uh, Dallas Mavericks for tanking their season. They could have been in the same position that the Heat were in. No, absolutely not. I refuse to. I refuse to sh- shout out the Dallas Mavericks tanking their season. I needed Luka Doncic just, sorry, to sorry. have nine. Shut up. To have nine <laughs> assists uh, per game. Okay, he was on pace to do that, and then somebody, because he was disgruntled with the organization, decided to leave New York. Brooklyn more specifically, sure. and to go and fuck up the entire Dallas Mavericks franchise and Mark Cuban's bottom dollar. Okay? It also cost me $5,000. So fuck that. I refuse to shout him out for that. Shout out Luka Doncic, though. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still reeling from being told to shut up on a, on a rant by Kyrie Irving. I was, I was literally, I was literally oh, about to say, literally about to say I was being sarcastic, but yes, you know what? Shout out to the Dallas Mavericks because they are a great organization. Shout out to Dallas, to uh, Kyrie Irving for making you lose five five grand. Shout out to Marcus Camby for being the one and only Knicks jersey I've ever had in my life. <laughs> of all the jerseys, random. Marcus Camby was the Knicks. I had a Jason Kidd jersey. I mean, come on, who didn't back then? <laughs> Definitely did not. Allen Iverson and I had a Kobe jersey. Um, rest in peace. What do you want to talk about? I don't. No, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> so let's get that into, is going to get old. 
It's uh, so far right now. We're good. Mark my words. That is going to get old. Until then, we're good. Um, yeah, we have a uh, had a big announcement, huh? Monday night. I think I think something this- that changed the foundation of the WWE, and it did. It did. Um, I I don't think I'm going to preface this episode by saying I don't know if I want to talk so much about inside the ring stuff this week. I think like especially like last week too, and this week, everything seems to be the good stuff is outside. And uh, well, yes, but the one big thing did technically happen inside the ring, and we're about to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if we want to be uh, technical about it and, and literal, yes, this all happened inside the ring. Um, we have a new belt. We have a new belt. Um. Belts, hold up your pants. <laughs> we have a new championship belt. Said it. Uh, thoughts, concerns, prayers? Okay. Before I eat, when I saw it, hmm. before I even went onto the internet to see reactions of it. Sure. I fucking loved it. I absolutely loved every single part of it. Okay. I'll get into what I don't want to happen hmm. in a second. Sure. But I loved every single part of it from the actual title, the side plates. I'm still a little iffy on, but I would have, if you're going to have the classic gold, like it's the classic big gold belt, but it's got the, the new age WWE logo smack dab in the middle of it, Can't miss it, which I'm not too enthusiastic on, but I'll take it if I can get my big gold belt back. Cause I've been wanting that for so fucking long. Mm. I would have loved to just have the name underneath it, like the classic Ric Flair underneath the big gold belt type of deal. But instead, the side plates will be replaced. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm a fan of the side plates on almost every other title, except when it comes to that big gold belt. I want the name plate in front. Um, what I don't want to happen, and then I will get into what I think is going to happen after. Okay. I do not want Cody Rhodes to win this title. Not yet, at least. Cody, he has thoroughly uh, planted himself in the universal championship category as someone to dethrone Roman Reigns. Mm. He cannot win this championship because it will be perceived as a consolation prize. And... You don't need Cody Rhodes will be dead in the water if he wins this championship and he ends that story that way. You can't, you can't bring back a title and have the guy who created another company come back and win it as the first person. Okay. Two things that I think will happen with it or that I think one thing that I want to happen and one thing I think will happen I want a rematch of the first Universal Championship match. With Finn Balor. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. Except, hopefully, Finn doesn't get injured this time. I wouldn't mind Finn Balor holding that at first, or Seth Rollins, which is where I think it's probably going. The other thing I wanted to bring up was records. Yep. We've made mention to it on this show. Bruno's record is over eight years. Roman Reigns is at a thousand days almost. For Roman Reigns to beat that record, it would have to go to Backlash 2028. <laughs> and now, now I think this is more of a possibility than ever. Oh, Lord. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. Think about what Triple H said in the middle of that promo. Mm -hmm. He negotiated himself into having a reduced schedule or whatever the fuck he said. Right. That is, he's going to get the thousand without a doubt. I'd even venture to say he's going to hold it until WrestleMania next year. I think that's a guaranteed at this point. However, Survivor Series should be pretty interesting this year. How so? We're going to get brand warfare 1,000%. Right. Because we're having it so early, you have time to build that brand loyalty type thing to have the fucking traditional, quote-unquote traditional Survivor Series match. And that's the end of my statement. That's cool. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, Th- thank you to the court. So the tra- <laughs> I yield my time. So the <clears throat> excuse me. The draft is coming up, and the draft here for this year will be probably more different than it's been in the last ten years. We're going back to I want to say oh seven was the last time that we had a draft. I think it was 06 or 07, the last time we had a draft where it was brand specific for anything. So it looks like we're going back to that. And why are we going back to that? Because Elaborate of, on that. Oh, please. sure. Oh, sure. So I'm glad you asked. Um, By brand t- specific, I mean, because t- there have been other TV, TV, you're swatting a fly. What's going on? Yeah, my bad. This fucking fly came right in the middle of my face. I was I, hoping you weren't gonna. I have I have ADD. Catch up on that. I, I have ADD. I get very distracted very easily. Um, so do I. I'm flying <laughs> a fly out. Uh, so TVs, TV uh, programs, TV channels, TV stations, TV companies want Broadcast their networks. Yes, go on. Thank you. Want their um, their brand to have superiority. So USA Network, which obviously broadcasts Raw. Fox Broadcasting SmackDown, they want to have something specific to their their network. So they don't I, want I this, this swapping of, of uh, talent back and forth. This draft will now be the, the beginning of what we used to have back mm-hmm. in the day. So we're going to start seeing... A channel-specific draft. Channel-specific draft, but also cha- uh, brand-specific pay-per-views like we had back in the day. So you're going to have... Oh. We're going to have the SmackDown pay-per-views, oh. or premium live events, PLEs. The Raw PLEs, which you say, oh, oh I say, oh, okay. You know what? I, I mean, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> and like, it was... There was a, there was but then a, are you still going to have the big five as, as dual-branded? Yes. yes. Okay. Just like we did, well, big five like, or big four? It, it was it was Rumble. That'll be specific. Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. So the big four. Okay. What, what was your fifth? Money in the Bank. No, I don't get. I don't get that a big one. Um, I, it shouldn't be considered a big one, but it, in like, this case, it should be because it is something that should be dual branded. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Even if they have two separate men's, uh, I'm sorry, Raw, SmackDown, Money in the Bank matches. I, I, okay, I can agree with that. So we're going to have this this split. And so now we have this new belt. And the edict from Triple H, who has now just become a figurehead, and it's all still pulled by McMahon. 
as seen by all the changes that happened. And on a side note, the women's division is incredibly pissed because they had uh, two matches actually from Raw cut. One of them was a, a Piper Niven match. I mean, you could say you, you, you don't care, but the ramifications from this as far as the women's division is not looking good. And so, and, and then also the um, the women's demolition. The Ali match was was cut short also because of time. Um, so there's been there's been a lot of big man changes, and you, you can see who's running the running the show here. Um, at least for Raw, I don't I, I don't know if I see this so much on SmackDown yet, but I definitely see it on Raw. Anyway, so now that we have this this split coming up with this draft. We're gonna have this these these belts, and these belts are going to be brand specific. So whoever, as Triple H said, whoever drafts Reigns, who by the way, rumor has it that USA Network wants Reigns and they want the Bloodline, they want that whole story. Um, and that's coming off. That's of why you've seen the Bloodline on Raw on more right, exactly. this past week, right? Couple weeks. So it looks like they're gonna be heading to Raw, which means that SmackDown's gonna have this belt. My thoughts on all this: the belt. Go ahead. I I wouldn't be so sure. I, well. I wouldn't be so sure that you're going to get the entirety of the bloodline on one brand. I'm just saying no. I'm just saying that that's what was rumored to what that USA Network wanted was that they wanted okay. the entirety okay, okay. of bloodline. Will it happen? You know, probably not. But uh, would would they be at this point kind of stupid to break that up? I think so because there's still a lot of story to tell with that, and you have you know. Uh, Solo finally talking, and uh, the Usos, the whole storyline and play, being played up with Sami Zayn as far as, you know, stand up, stand up for yourselves, you know, you don't have to take this from Roman Reigns, there's still a ton of story there. So to break that up, it, at this point, doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so now we have these belts, and the, uh, it looks like the, the Knight of Champions will crown a new champion with this new belt for SmackDown. Rumor has it. Also, that they want Seth Rollins to be the first holder of this belt. To your ends, to having the Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins match. I'm okay. Okay. So, as far as the belt goes, my initial thought was they completely ripped off AEW. And then I'm looking at it, I'm like, you know what? It's growing on me. I'm starting to like it. It's got an AEW, AEW feel to it. It's got like a, the all gold kind of surrounding feel. Um, other than the big, you know, and, and then also the AEW or the WWE symbol right smack dab in the middle of it. Um, I did not get that sense one bit. Okay, I I, I totally got that vibe. That Interesting. It was, that it was. It just it just feels like a like an AEW belt. Not to say that it's. I think you're projecting. No, not at all. I, I honestly, I, I the belt is growing on me. I, I I keep looking at it, and especially the the pictures that they had online in WWEshop.com. Uh, no no paid plug there. But they the pictures there look better than they did when it was in the ring, so I was like, oh, that, I, I'd rock that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, lighting is the biggest difference. Lighting in is key. <laughs> so anyway, so now we have this new belt, and I'm and listening to Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins' promo kind of did it for me, and it and not in a good way. So when he was talking about it and then getting this thing, this new belt, you. The company, WWE, Triple H, Seth Rollins, the company as a whole, you've managed to single-handedly bury everybody that you you have under your umbrella. So you've managed to bury your champion of you know, almost a thousand days by having this other belt and burying him say, saying that you want to have a fighting champion and that someone that doesn't take you know time off. Triple H said it. Seth Rollins said it. 
So you've managed to bury him. Then you've married, managed to bury the entire roster by somehow coming up with this belt and saying there is nobody that is capable of taking off these two belts. It's not that like he has one belt. He has two belts. One was, was for Raw, one's for SmackDown. And you can't have anybody le- legitimately take that belt off. And we thought it was going to be Cody. He had Brock. He went through all these all these matches. Brock, uh, uh, Roman Reigns legitimately beat all these guys in great, outstanding matches. SummerSlam, I'll never forget that match because the damn ring was up in the air. Um, his matches against Drew McIntyre, um, even going with going way back with the Usos and that whole storyline before the, the bloodline was was created. Absolutely outstanding matches, and I give all the credit in the world to Reigns. So now you can't find one person in your company to legitimately take one of those two belts off him, so now you have to create another belt in lieu of that? This is not, this just looks all kinds of weak, and it doesn't make any sense that you can't have this go on. If you're going to have Reigns continue on this streak and have him, you know, go past a thousand days, and someone's going to take off a belt. You don't have to have to have the idea of having a match to 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 compete for two belts. It doesn't need to be that way. You can have a match that's, you know, AEW does it all the time. There's, there's, there's wrestlers there that have multiple belts and they fight for one specific belt. You can have Reigns fight for the Universal title or the WWE title. It doesn't have to be both. Like, technically, the, you know, Sami Zayn and, and uh, Kevin Owens didn't have to fight for both belts at WrestleMania. They're going to have it specific for the SmackDown or Raw. But we can't seem to do that with Reigns. We have to see, like, he is so good now that we've made him into uber god mode that nobody is legitimately able to beat him. And we have to create a whole new belt. It looks weak on all ends. And that is my rant. I agree with that. I wouldn't so much say that the sentiment is that Roman Reigns has been buried from it. I see I see what what you're saying as far as that goes but I personally don't think Roman Reigns has been buried by it. I think it puts Roman Reigns in the category above everybody else and that could be just me trying to twist words around. Okay. <laughs> it's it a good possibility. But I we're walking on eggshells right now when it comes to the uh, a new belt because you tried it with the universal championship and it didn't work until it got to Roman Reigns the second time you tried it. Well, I can't really give another example, but (laughs) (laughs) you, uh, it just didn't work at first. And then you had this character that just lorded above, above everyone else. And now he got so good and he politics so well, that you had to create another championship so that the rest of the asylum can can vie for something. It's I, I I just don't see it as a good look. It just it just feels like it's yeah, like you said before, it's it's kind of like the the afterthought belt now. Um, which I know they want to make this like the main belt and the working champion belt, but again, saying those fr- that those phrase words, those 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 key words, just makes it. Makes Roman look like you know he's the the part time champion, oh, but he's getting paid the full time schedule, <laughs> and um, I don't know. It just it just seems kind of kind of weird that we're doing this now. And I I know that they have to appease you know the the, the networks that are paying them all these, these these dollars to you know come up with this product um, on a weekly basis. Fox has you know two million view- viewers every single week. Raw or Raw is doing 
actually pretty good numbers now, way better than you know what they had um, from COVID up until 2022. But we're starting to see a shift again. McMahon is clearly taking over, um, at least for Raw. And there's a, just a ton of changes coming. And this is obviously one of them. And it just looks weak and to me. My my personal opinion, it just looks weak. It, it looks it's a bad look for everybody around. You can have the secondary belt, even though now now we're gonna have three belts. Is that the deal? We're gonna have three main belts, or is, is Roman Reigns gonna have one universal belt like they, we did back in the day, and then have the WWE Championship, which is what we just had. We had this already. We literally. I have don't. It. I do not want just two. I I I would prefer three belts now. So what? So which belt? Because then you're diminishing the you're diminishing the WWE Championship once again, and I cannot stand for that. But that's what we're doing now. If you're not, because you're belts. saying he is the undisputed WWE Universe, he's still holding both belts. That's what's symbolic about it. He still has both titles. Mm. If both of those titles were to get combined into one title, mm. that's a different story. That's what we did. That back that in the puts day. the no, you didn't. You put it on one person. I'm saying no. I'm you saying you gave I'm it sorry. one. You gave it one. Uh, when Jericho when Jericho won the belt against Stone Cold and Rock, that's what we did. We had one belt, so that's what that's what we're gonna do again. Or we're we gonna just have him have one belt, two belts. One belt means absolutely nothing because you're calling him the Universal Champion, and then this other WWE Championship belt is gonna go around the waist of somebody else. Wait, 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 wait. I might have my history mixed up. Sure. Jericho beat Rock and Austin on the same night. Correct. Won the undisputed WWE Championship. That is correct. correct? You're saying truth. He combined that into one belt, and that is the WWE Championship. Un- uh, undisputed Universal, uh, no, not Universal. Undisputed Championship was that belt that uh, uh, eventually looked like like the black and gold one. Okay, but then it got separated again into two belts: one being the WWE Championship, and the other being the World Heavyweight Championship. Correct. Or did they no, reintroduce that was, that was the World Heavyweight Championship? WCW again. came into the picture, and then they brought over their their big big ass belt, the big gold belt. That belt plus the WWE belt became the undisputed belt. It, yes, the WWE Championship so Jericho, that Roman right. Reigns now owns. No, no, we've we've had Universal Championship came in in the midst of that in, in the years after. No, 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 you're not hearing me. Sure. Those the 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 WCW Big Gold Belt, yes, and the undisputed WWE Championship that Jericho combined. That wasn't a thing before that. I'm so, that's what I'm saying. So it was it was okay. always WWE and the WCW belts. Those two belts became undisputed. So when did it splinter off into that? The, that I have to find out. <laughs> that's my point. The universal it, title is what is what we're we're finding out. Yes. Well, the universal title is its own thing. Right. That came, that was that first match with Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Correct. My point being is that those two championships, the WCW Big Gold Belt and the Undisputed WWE Championship is, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's what you're mixing up the words, yes. Let, let me rephrase that. Uh-huh. The Undisputed WWE Championship. Wait, wait, no. No, it's, it wasn't Undisputed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was it was WWE. Just, just picture the winged belt, which wasn't winged. But picture the wing belt and the big gold belt from WCW. Those mm-hmm. two belts were won by Jericho on the same night. He then yes. carried those belts, those two belts around for a while until Vince McMahon came up with the undisputed belt. One belt. Okay. Okay. And then that went for a couple of years. <clears throat> and then we yes. went we went to the WWE belt 
again and that's when we had the john cena spinner whatever and then you know all those yes but by that time the world heavyweight championship had already been reintroduced somehow it had to have been just reintroduced because there's no way they splintered it off my point being yes please is that that wwe championship and the big gold belt wwe's big gold belt the wwe version yes that became what is now the wwe championship Yes. The Universal Championship is its own thing that came after. Correct. But those two titles is what's now the WWE Championship. That is correct. So the WWE Championship is actually four different titles combined into one. (laughs) (laughs) Over the years, it has accumulated belts, yes. Okay. okay. (laughs) Into one, yes. Okay. Now, there's no real history behind it. No, never. That's why you can't. I mean, there is history behind it, but that's why you can't combine that into one belt again. I think you have to keep those two separate. It's it just it's stupid. If you're going to combine <laughs> two stupid. belts, you combine the World Heavyweight Championship and the Universal Championship because they came in right so the what, tens. I don't know what you call it. So basically, what Roman Reigns has right now. I know the ones the O's are the early odds. What Roman Reigns has right now, one. combine those two into one Universal belt. Make that the huge ass. No. Yes. Not the ones that Roman Reigns has. Yeah, right dude. Now. That's well. That's where we're at right now. That's where I want lineage. No, that's where we're at right now. He has. He has the two belts. He has the the championship belt, the lineage of the championship belt, which is the one that is not the universal. Is that the one that's gone back? You know, through time. Yes. That's Bob the belt. Backland. Universal championship is the one that Finn Balor won. He has those two belts. Combine those yeah. two now into a universal belt since you've already created this new WWE. I'm not you're, you're, you're shaking your head no, but I'm saying that's what's happening now. You, you, they've created it's this. not the WWE Championship. They are the new w- one is the WWE Championship. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The new one is the World Heavyweight Championship. Go back and listen to what Triple H said. He said this championship will be the World Heavyweight Championship. He never said the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. He said the world heavyweight champion of the oh. WWE. Might have been after that. Might have been after that, but it's not the WWE champion. Of what organization there, Joe Black? Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, All yes. Right. No, you're right. Listen, it's, it says, introduces the world heavyweight championship. Thank you. Okay. So it's it's it just of all organizations. So we, we have now taken this belt, and it's now the world heavyweight championship of AEW, of Ring of Honor, of impact of all organizations, this is the belt. Is that what you're saying? Well, they did by, the same thing in AEW. Why by his WWE do it? <laughs> the, you think it's just the AEW champion? It's it's called the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. That's what I'm saying. So right. is he the world? Is he the champion of every fucking no, promotion? He's the impact AEW. WWE NXT. He's the like, champion of AEW. Hence the the name AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> I got that mixed up in my head. I see. I see where you went with that. Let's go. That's on me. Come, on, come back. All right. It's early, dude. Man, <laughs> come on. Come on, Cletus. All right. <laughs> this is, uh, and I'm looking at a picture of the belt again. So you know what? I. It looks like a like a spinner hubcap. I. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I want to get. I don't like how raised it is. It is very raised. It looks too raised. And as I, I want a plate <laughs> with engraving on it. As I look at it here, I'm, I'm on Twitter right now, looking at this, a picture of this belt, and the side plates are huge. Side plates so big, ginormous. I mean, the, the uh, if I could share the screen with you, side plates are huge. The oh, be careful! It might mess up the feed. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
the uh yeah that 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 big w man is right smack dab in the middle there's nothing in the bottom to put any names on it so you're basically where in god's name did you see aew in this just the fact that it's all gold are you shitting me right now Look at this belt. I do not think that that looks. Dude, look at this I mean, belt. And look I at guess a- so. <laughs> look at the AEW belt and look at this belt. There are there are a lot of similarities. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't look exactly like it. I'm just it, it, there's a lot of similarities. Yeah, there's a gold. <laughs> it's it's gold all over. They're the gold. The company symbol is in the middle. Okay, all right, similar. Same. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Done. Ah. It's reaching. It, if you think so. Hey, I, I, I get huge AEW vibes from this belt. Um, just a huge WCW vibe. Look, look at, okay, look at the belts that Roman Reigns has. Here, here's another picture that someone. Well, yeah, it looks completely different. That's yeah, the point. That's And, and that, the, all the gold on this belt makes it look like an AEW belt. That's all I'm saying. In comparison to what WWE has, WWE has the, the, the W in the middle and the outline border of, is gold. That's it. This entire damn thing is gold with silver in the middle. That's my point. You can't anyway. make the new one look exactly like the other two. I understand that, but I'm just saying the similarities were there. Anyway, and you have to have the big WW in the middle because when the when the champion holds it on on the side, it's a 33, it's a 33. for the Illuminati. Right. We all know this. We all we all we were all in class last week. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there is your wrestling belt, not a belt, championship belt title talk. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Consolation. It is a depending on where we go with it. It really is. It's a constellation press. I don't want to use that phrase, but they they kind of made they, it seem that way with they, that promo. They set it up as a constellation press. Nobody is is strong or tough enough to beat Roman Reigns as the greatest champion of all time. Apparently, so we have to create another belt for someone to win to have opportunity to fight for. This is going to bring the phrase. Uh, it's not the championship that makes the man. It's the man that makes the championship. Okay. <laughs> sure. That's what I'm saying. You can't just place it on someone and expect them to ride with it. This championship has to be built. Look at where the universal championship is now. Mm-hmm. Before Roman won the WWE championship, which mm-hmm. is the WCW. You get it. Yeah, we, we were there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look at where that universal championship is now. It is one of the most sought after championships in professional wrestling right that championship was made what 12 years ago 10 years ago that's unheard of in yep. some cases people are still chasing after the freaking 10 pounds of gold in the nwa i just all I and that championship's been around for fucking decades yeah i, I just want to know where this third centuries belt- even i think <laughs> that's centuries <laughs> the, a know- century? century maybe a century I want to know where this belt is. This third belt is going to go. I want to know what the status is going to be for this belt. I want to know if Roman Reigns is going to have a universal belt, and then this world championship belt is going to be separate, and then that's it. Because again, we couldn't just feed God mode, and it has to kind of stay on this guy's shoulder because we have nothing else to do. By the way, I love how you immediately went to AEW. Didn't even think about NXT at first. Because the shape of it is like, if you look at a silhouette of the NXT Championship and the new World Heavyweight Championship, it might be the same fucking thing. All right, so let's see. So there was that belt, NXT belt. Go here. Oh, with the big X in the. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> Not the, the original one. I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I'm talking make, about the black and gold. 
The black and yeah, gold yeah, black yeah. and gold belt. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. There's the big ass X in the middle of it, and uh, it's been brought down in price to three thirty five. Three thirty five ninety. Nice. Yeah, no, it's a deal. Um, there is no way that this belt here looks anything similar to the new belt that they just came up with. If it had more gold on it, it might have. I'm just saying. Yeah, and if uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's it saying? And if my aunt had wheels, yeah. she'd be a bicycle <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's probably not it, but I, I like that one better. Um, this well, no, it's something <laughs> way worse, but I don't want to get into it. We don't have to get into it. <laughs> if you know the rest of that joke, tweet at us. Sons of Slam. <laughs> oh, man. It, uh, okay. I got it. You really don't? Are, are you really trying to look up this phrase? I was trying to look it up, but I can't find it. Anyway. I'm it's sure. if my aunt had a penis. No, not that one. Oh, okay. If, That's if, where I thought you were going. No, I was looking for the, the if hand grenades were horseshoes and that one. Oh, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades? Something like that. Okay. That's not it. Anyway, moving on. Um, oh, okay. no. This is one. If ifs for if ifs were fifths, we'd all be drunk. <laughs> That's a new one. I've never heard of that one. NXT. I heard it recently too, within the past year. Uh, so that's Bell Talk. <laughs> Fun times. That took thirty-three minutes. Good job. Uh, I, I'm just a little annoyed. I like I like the way it looks. I'm just a little annoyed with, with the direction and why we had to do it. Um, speaking of Raw, we had some backstage politicking with uh, Chicago Made Zone. Mr. Yeah, Mr. I noticed Mr. that Mr. Phil was in the building. CM Punk. Someone is call. Uh, people are calling it his uh, Brian Pillman moment. Oh, do elaborate for those who are not in the know. Well, Brian Pillman, notoriously, and man, I really hope I remembered this episode of Dark Side of the Ring correctly. Uh, Brian Pillman went to, I believe he was granted a request to talk to WWE while he was still contracted while w, with WCW. Something along those lines. I don't remember it correctly. But basically, he worked Eric Bischoff into letting him out of his contract to go sign with WWE for more money. Am I correct on that? Sounds right. Okay. Yep. So people are saying that this is uh, CM Punk's Brian Pillman moment. On the other hand, people are also saying that CM Punk and Chris Jericho had a meeting together and it reportedly went, quote, very well. Very well, according to reports. Um, and so even though CM Punk was is, still, is contracted by AEW, there was going to be no talk with CM Punk and WWE. He was not trying to return there. He was trying to say hi to people and and uh, mend some fences. And he mended fences with The Miz, which I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, briefly spoke with Triple H. And now this is not the, the first time that we've had AEW people backstage last time, as I remember correctly. Yeah, but it's all significant others mostly. It is all significant. Right, it is. Uh, you know, Ricky Stark has been backstage. QT Marshall was backstage when when Cody won uh, for the Rumble. Uh, it's it's yeah, significant others and friends. CM Punk, for lack of a better term, has no friends in the WWE. This is <laughs> Maybe of, he does now. Who knows? For lack of a better now he's got, now he knows the Miz. Um, yeah. So so people were thinking that he was testing the waters for a return. He was not. <laughs> he was not. He was just mending fences. He was backstage. Triple H had to get the okay. From the big man, who's you know chopping up scripts left and right, he gave the no no, 
And so he then proceeded to tell head of security. Uh, I don't have his name off the top of my head, but I told head of security to then have him escorted outside. And uh, and then that's where he started meeting people. That was that was the end of that. And then the video came out of him meeting uh, Tamina in the parking lot. Oh. That's that's how I first heard about it. He was just CM Punk in the middle of the fucking Winchester Arena parking lot in Chicago. There was sort of, just just meeting Tamina in the middle of the fucking parking there was, lot. Yeah, there was there was a uh, video of him being at uh, getting shouted at by fans and him at the car uh, in the parking lot. Um, but it basically was just reporting. Report noted one person under contract at WWE who saw Punk there said it came off as if if Punk was trying to kill whatever past heat there was between himself and Miz. And theorized that may that may have been why he wanted to speak to Levesque as well. That Triple H, Levesque, Levesque, yes, thank you. Um, so, so CM Punk backstage Monday Night Raw in Chicago. Honestly, that kind of that brings me a little bit of hope for his return. Not for his return, but but for a, a safe return. Okay. Because before this, I was like, nobody's going to fucking like him, this, this, and that. This was a very babyface move on on Punk's part. Mm-hmm. And shows that he's growing as a human and as a professional wrestler, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, with all that said, we all know the money is in Punk's in the buck. And Punk's... Sorry, take two. <sighs> Sorry. The Bucks and Punk. There yeah, we go. We get there. Okay. But yeah, that's where the money is. We all know that. And I wouldn't be surprised if you know the main event or one of the main events or the opening match of uh All in All In in London Town in it is uh CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. I wouldn't be mad at that. I would actually be pretty excited for that. I would be too. Blood Galore. I would be too. <laughs> Blood Galore. Speaking of AEW. Sure. We had a return last night. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, a debut, a debut. A debut. Um, oh, I just got news. That, oh, Jerry Springer just passed away. Are you serious? I swear to you. Jerry's, no fucking way. TMZ reports Jerry Springer dead at 79. Well, so rest in peace to uh, former mayor of Cincinnati. Wait, that's a shoot? What do you mean that's a shoot? Number one, it's a shoot that he's dead? Yeah. Number two, it's a shoot. He was the mayor of Cincinnati. That's all. <laughs> that is all truths. Wow. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Yep. Fucking Jerry. No, not Jerry. He was mayor of Cincinnati from seventy-seven to seventy-eight. <laughs> so he had a whole year of uh, of power, and now Jerry's gone. Oh no! So I hate too. going on my Twitter and seeing rest in peace of Jerry Springer. Um, on a, uh, I hate going on my Twitter and seeing famous celebrities in the trending. Because I go, oh, no, oh, no what happened say now? Yeah, don't say it, don't say it. Yeah, no. I saw him live, went to the Jerry Springer show when they moved to Stanford, Connecticut, because my friend Matt was uh, one of the grips in the on the show. He got us tickets. We were there for a – they, they filmed um, Steve Wilkos, Maury Povich, and Jerry Springer all in the same place at Stanford, Stanford Center for the Arts, <laughs> uh, owned by now by uh, – the theater is owned by NBC Universal. And I uh, went to see them, and that was that was a very fun show. So uh, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Steve Wilco started out as Jerry's bodyguard, right? That's correct. Or one of the bodyguards on the show. Yep, that's correct. 
You're not. That's my, hilarious. You're not my dad. Rest in peace, Jerry. Damn, man. That's a loss. <laughs> he had. He was so popular at one point. He was beating Oprah in the in the ratings. That's how popular Jerry Springer was. He was he was so big. Um, just absolutely insane. Anyway, uh, how about MJF speaking? Uh, speaking of truth, how about MJF spitting uh truth bombs here? Um, he's telling pro wrestlers he's got the best pickles in the world. Pause. (laughs) What a, what a promo to cut and, uh, what a, what a deal to, to, uh, collaborate on with with his own pickles. Um, he told pro mention the cinch, the mention of the cinch. Uh, he told pro wrestlers that bangers won't pay for medical bills. He says, quote, get the winner's purse and get out. So he, he tweeted this, he tweeted this out the other day. Um, that fans were like, why don't you, you know, do more flippy doo moves like everybody else in AEW? Um, and then he, he posted the following tweet. The more, my screen just blanked out on me here. The tweeted, he tweeted it and then immediately deleted this, by the way, just so you know there's that. The more wrestling fans become bloodthirsty for these dangerous feats in the ring. The more the wrestlers will hurt themselves trying to curry fans' favor. Then he goes on to say, wrestlers, comma. The fans don't understand that any at any given point, we can be paralyzed from the neck down or even die from a maneuver as simple as a body slam. By the way, fans reading this, body slams hurt. Every move hurts. He goes on to say, they will keep moving the goalposts of what they deem is good. So before you do something stupid, consider this. Their tweet about your banger. Use the wrong there, but I digress. Their tweet about your banger. going to pay your, for your medical bills. Do the right thing. Go in that ring with the intention of winning the match and leaving the ring the same way you entered it. Get the winner's purse and get out. Wow. Thoughts, purse. I agree. Okay. Moving on. I uh, agree. Yeah. Listen, you got. You don't get paid hourly. If you get paid hourly, sure. Go on, put on a banger, put on a fucking Broadway. Go Goldberg. do it. You see, Goldberg doesn't get paid hourly, but sure. No, Goldberg doesn't get it. He's paid by the second. Um, I agree with everything MJF just said. It is the business of pro wrestling is getting the winner's purse. Well, winning championships too, but getting the winner's purse is the business. Sure. And uh, yeah, I see no lies personally. It, it just makes sense. Like we we continue to see these these moves when uh, you know Dante Martin gets his leg ripped in half and uh you know we see it live with uh ray phoenix getting his arm bent <laughs> in a way it's not supposed to bend um never forget that <laughs> never forget that move and the power of social media to literally 10 seconds later get that video on and be like what what because we had no idea we were at the we were at a bad angle we didn't see what happened we this- just had suspicion because like you just see Penta going up to him, the being ex, like, "You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right." The, the X getting thrown up, and that's being, that's being. The X getting thrown up, and and uh, doctors coming running over, and yeah, we had to see the video from another angle. But uh, yeah, we just see these wrestlers do all these moves. That he's right. It, it, the goalpost will get for, pushed further back. Why? Not just it's it's because we've seen everything. Wrestling has been around for decades, and we've seen everything. So I, I've I've never taken I, I mean other than than a uh, uh, like a shoulder bump I've never taken a a body slam I've never taken a clothesline I've never taken a basic move from the ropes I've never run ropes I don't know Have I you ever watch... taken a 
a knife edge chop? I have. Damn it. All right. I was going to tell Steven to do it to you because he does not pretty well. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's the only one I've taken. I mean, I... <laughs> man, does it fucking hurt. Those, those hurt. But if that hurts, imagine whatever else is going on that hurts. And, you know, these guys that are doing these, you know, these topes from you know, over the top rope and, and freaking commander is doing these, these rope walks and, and then doing a backflip onto the floor. That shit's got to hurt. There's no padding on the floor. So, you know, everything has to be bumped up because we've all seen it before, just like in anything else. So it just naturally will happen. What do you do though? You just become more creative. You have to become more creative in, in your storytelling and in other moves in the ring without it being some breakneck, you know, Neck breaking, excuse me, neck breaking uh, uh, situation where you're gonna have to, you know, be paralyzed, like he says, you know, or or like taking just a regular pile driver, like Steve Austin, <laughs> and and you know having neck surgery, Taz. ruining your life, Taz, you know, as, as he mentioned <laughs> on AEW from Dean Malenko breaking his neck, you know, th- these are and these were just regular moves, not not you know frog splashes from the top rope or you know Fandango complaining about you know doing his finishing move as a leg drop. Because he, as soon as he hits the mat, you know his tailbone gets shoved up his spine, and so you know after after a while, you know you get affected by this. And nobody thinks about that. It's always you know there's a finisher. Okay, that match was great. Moving on, next one. These guys have to go home with that pain every day, and you know he, he's right. At some point, you got to figure out what you want to do with your life if you want to have a, a long term career like he's looking to do, or if you want to be someone like you know, superstar Billy Graham, who just posted that they posted uh, on social media today that he's now gone completely deaf. And his bo- his body, please, yeah, you're such a dick. You're such. A- <laughs> I want you to stew in that, stew in that guilt that I can see in your face. <laughs> stew in that right now. Um. Anyway. Listen, Hulk Hogan had one of the easiest fucking finishers in the history of the WWE, and he, says and he can barely, he walk, can barely walk because of that damn leg, leg drop. Yeah, is that is that insane? <laughs> it's like all of the, the the thousands of leg drops he's done because of that one basic move. He Matt can, Hardy too. He can barely walk. Matt Hardy's got a leg drop off the top rope. Don't do it. Think about that. When the Hardys did their their cross the ring move, their tag team move from opposite sides. Matt Hardy was landing on his ass the entire time. Yeah. Jeff Hardy would splash him. Right. Impact, you know, dispersed, all that stuff. Yeah. Matt Hardy was landing on his ass the whole time. The whole time. And now he can barely walk, too. And now he can barely walk, too. Yeah. Oh, but somehow still wrestling. And Jeff is the one that's returning. Well, we all have our demons. We all have our demons. <laughs> I like that deep. Uh, we got another lawsuit. Good lord! Of course, it's WWE. Uh, lawsuit filed. Who is lawsuit filed against WWE claims that a writer pitched Mansoor to be behind the 9/11 attacks, and Bianca Belair objected to offensive line, and that Aaliyah's character was marketed as being super hot. Well, I mean, not to mention the fact that you also post your your own photos of you being in bikinis, but that's neither here nor there. We're 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 not talking about that. Uh, the full lawsuit filed against WWE, Vince McMahon, and other executives. Uh, the plaintiff listed as Brittany a- Abrahams. The defendants listed as World Wrestling Entertainment. Christopher Dunn, Ryan Callahan, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and others. Uh, excerpt of the lawsuit. 
The said scene included offensively racist and stereotypical jargon, which plaintiff found objectionable. By way of example, according to the script, Dunn, Christopher Dunn, intended Miss Blair, the said black female WWE wrestler, to say, uh-oh, don't make me take off my earrings and beat your ass, <laughs> which are lines based upon cruel, ugly stereotypes of dark-skinned black women. Plaintiff asserts that Miss Blair uttering that line was and still is negatively stereotypical of race and gender, and plaintiff found it offensive and still finds it offensive. Prior to the writing of the scene, many of the WWE writers commonly complained that they didn't know what to do with Miss Belair. As a result, plaintiff undertook researching Miss Belair's background and discovered a fascinating family tree, including an aunt who helped desegregate her high school in the 60s and an uncle whose contributions to science were world-renowned. Moving on to somebody else here. Let me see. Uh, Goes on for a while talking about Belair, racial jargon. I want to go back to this Mansoor thing really quick. I'm trying to find the Mansoor part of this whole. Go on. So from what you said in the beginning, because that's the first thing I heard. And if I'm being completely honest, I heard nothing of what you said about Bianca Belair, except for the fact that she had to take off her earrings and all that. I get why she was upset about that. Mm. I was looking up because if I'm not mistaken, you said they had pitched for Mansoor to be uh, behind the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Correct. Correct? Yes. Uh, I just looked up. um, If that were the case, Mansoor would have been five and a half years old. Have you ever watched wrestling before? Yeah, but I mean, like, how? (laughs) We're not that dumb. That one really blew my mind, man. Because didn't they do that? They did didn't it. the WWE have an overtly racist Muslim character who had taken responsibility for the W for the for the WWE for the 911 terrorist attacks? Yes, it did not go over well, and it was it was gone like within months. No shit, because you weren't going. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, Never mind. Let's just say it, it didn't go over well because you were staying. In the United States at that point. Right. Right. You weren't really traveling there. Um, so here's another legal issue. That looks okay. a bit separate from that. Uh, WWE UFC merging under Endeavor's roof is a landmark deal for sports entertainment. We'll go on to change a lot about WWE. That being said, a new lawsuit is going to stop it. Is looking to seek, seek to stop that merger. Looking to seek to stop that merger. According to a press release by Julian Holman, LLP, a law firm representing shareholders, they are currently examining the potential acquisition of WWE by Endeavor and have expressed their intent to pursue legal action over the matter. Uh, full press release below. Uh, shareholders' rights law firm, Julian Holman, LLP, is investigating the proposed merger between Endeavor and World Wrestling Entertainment, whereby the two entertainment giants will combine to form a new public company. Um... Julian Holman, LLP, boutique law firm. I'm just looking to try to find uh, points in this here. And uh, following the merger, which is expected to close the second half of 2023, uh, existing Endeavor shareholders will own 51% of the new company. We all knew that. Okay, here it is. Julian Holman is investigating potential legal claims regarding the fairness of the merger terms and potential conflicts of interest, among other things. Silver Lake may have interests that diverge from other shareholders' interests, and it could be using its controlling stake to extract unfair benefits. 
Julian Holloman is also concerned that the proposed merger might have driven the sale of its IMG business to other private equity firms. Um, so basically, all that to say is that this this law firm is looking into the legality of this this merger, and we have to see basically. So right now, WWE is in the midst of three different lawsuits. One's sexual uh, nature. Uh, one is the discrimination that we just talked about, and one is this one with the shareholders. Sexist, racist, and political. Sounds like America to me, it's... baby. Um, <laughs> America. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's got you choked up right now. That one, that one, that was funny, man. I don't care who you are. Um, yeah, that's not good. The WWE needs to kind of tone down on the lawsuits. That'd be, that'd be nice. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> that'd be nice. That insight, yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, good lord. It's it's, it's it does it doesn't end. Uh, they can't just like keep themselves out of trouble. Nope. And speaking of McMahon's. Uh, there's video and photos of Shane McMahon back in the gym after tearing his quad. Um, he's oh. he's pumping and, and grinding there. He's got the big brace on his on his knee, and you see because the quad tore from his knee, there's a big scar on his knee, and the big brace is on there. And he posted on Instagram uh, as of two days ago. He captioned the video, week three post-op work. And then they just show him lifting. Can I tell you one thing? Please. Week three post-op from tearing my quad, I'm probably just now getting out of it. I would literally, yes, I would literally just be getting, so, someone, I need someone here in the, to get, go to the refrigerator to get me something to drink. I'd be in the, in the bed the entire time. Yeah, that first week, I'm strictly using the the hospital pee thing. <laughs> someone, you know what I mean? Someone dumped this. Yeah. 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 So just dump it out my window. He's... <laughs> oh, what a great fertilizer. Um. So there's there's that. Uh, oh, this is just came up on my screen. By the way, the Flash. Uh, I can't wait to see that movie. On a, on a total side note, uh, I am not getting my hopes up again. It, yeah. Every single I per- get my hopes up for every single DC movie, I, and I it, it just doesn't go. the 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 one I did not get my hopes up for was Batman versus Superman. Horrible, and I kind of enjoyed it. That was horrible. That's okay. what I'm saying because everybody got their hopes up for it. Right, no, I get it. You expected uh, too much. Then when it comes down to Martha, why did you say that? <laughs> what is the stupidest reason in all of uh, in all of uh, comic bookdom? Um, on a t- also, but- I think that real comic book nerds are just pissed off because they didn't see it for themselves first. No, that was the same. That was they had the same name. I, yeah, you're right. Uh, this this person on Twitter who's just just a, a critic, a movie critic, said the Flash is hands down one of the best superhero films of all time. No joke. The Flash is the ultimate movie going experience as it has a little bit of everything: action, emotion, heart. Ezra Miller is f- phenomenal as dual Barry Allen's. Michael Keaton is amazing as Batman. I, I can't wait. Anyway, digress. I heard there's going to be a, a C. Are you familiar with the CW's Arrowverse? Uh, I am. Have you watched all of them? No, I have not. Okay. Have you watched any of them? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's going to be a, uh, a cameo from a, a CW character on there somewhere. Okay. And I really want, I think it should be the Flash. I mean, they are doing Flashpoint. You might as well. Might as well do it. I'm also not too happy that Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne in this, if I'm being thoroughly honest. Why would he not be Bruce Wayne? Uh, we're doing Flashpoint, right? Okay. Nerd talk. We're doing, this is supposed to be Flashpoint, correct? It's it's a offshoot of Flashpoint. It's not, it's not Flashpoint to the T. 
yeah, uh, as, as seen by they, they, they were they were billing this as being the Flashpoint Flash movie. Okay, with some some uh, minor tweaks. Yes. One of those minor tweaks being a very big thing, and then it's not going to be Thomas Wayne; it's going to be Bruce Wayne. They took some liberties. All right, relax. Yeah, they took some liberties. <laughs> however, Michael however, Keaton. Michael Keaton had to be in it. Yes, go on. If I see, and I'm pissed off at myself that I don't know his name, mm. but if I see the character that plays Negan as Thomas Wayne in this movie, at some point, just as a quick cameo, I take everything back. <laughs> Wasn't he in the... Uh... Jeffrey Dean. Is that correct? Jeffrey Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Jeffrey Morgan? Dean Morgan. There we go. Yeah. I knew I was going to get We were going to get there. We were going to get there. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yes. Yeah. So you take if I see him at some point <laughs> as Thomas Wayne in like a separate multiverse-type gimmick uh, in this movie... Uh, I'll be okay with that. That you're okay with. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I need to have Thomas Wayne in there. Um, and it needs to be Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So, uh, we were talking about the draft before and the whole thing with the belts. There's a big name rumored for WWE return. Do you have any guess who that might be? Bray Wyatt. That is incorrect. That is incorrect? Incorrect. Randy Orton. No. Speaking of uh, return from injury or return to the company, yes, injury. Um, speaking of breaking necks and cashing checks, I'm lost. I have a brain fart. Honestly, I just had the Flash movie on my mind now. <laughs> kind of derailed my brain. Mister Langston. Oh, Big E to you and me. Ah, yeah, Mister Meaty Man. WRKD Wrestling reports that is being re- rumored behind the scenes that Big E is rumored to be part of the WWE draft. Hobie just gets drafted with the New Day. Yeah. They reported last week that there's been long-term pitch backstage for Imperium to feud with the New Day once Big E was cleared. I'm okay with that. And, the, and furthermore, the centerpiece of the feud would be Big E versus Gunther. 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 I wouldn't be mad at that either. Um, I think it's, I mean, and that's... Or whatever they call them. Another basic move, right? Just a tip toss over the head and just going to get the full extension over big boy's head. One big boy and another big boy right on the neck. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that it is the same person that delivered like two different freaking injuries. One of them being to himself because he couldn't hold someone properly. Oh, Ridge. Yeah. Yeah. Ridge the fridge. Ridge the fridge. <laughs> He's used to tossing uh, guys like Pete Dunn over his, his head like that, but not uh, not big boy Big E. Yeah. So there's uh, hopefully we get to see him again. That'd Speaking be, of which, nice. I want Pete Dunn back. Enough with this butch bullshit. I I think I agree. Um, I believe I agree. So uh, Naomi soon debuting for uh, Impact Wrestling. Yeah, I'm not too happy with that. What, what? Now why is that? I I always thought that the Bloodline had pull in the WWE. Apparently they don't. Apparently they do not. Um, it's either that or Jimmy or Jay, whichever one's married to her, doesn't have pull with her. It's Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, okay. Then Jimmy doesn't have pull with her. <laughs> oh, well, kind of knew who the boss was in that relationship, I'm sure. Yeah, Roman. Of course. I mean, I'm sure. Ro- <laughs> Listen, if Roman really wanted it, like, you know, pull some strings, dude. Talk to. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, I don't think Roman wanted it. I think that that woman member is going to be either Tamina or Nia Jax. But now, now, especially since Vince is back in the picture, there's no way now. I think it was. It was cool to kind of maybe 
dangle that carrot in front of her to get her back in when Triple H was fully in charge. But now that that uh, Kennedy's back, Kennedy, uh, not a not a strong look for her to, returning in. Kennedy. I just, I just remember him because uh, a friend of mine was in Queens at that uh, wrestling, the wrestling uh, universe. Wrestling universe, and Kennedy was there signing autographs. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. It's so crazy that the place has been under my nose for a decade, and I you never know about it. I never knew about it. Fraud fan. Uh, Vincent McMahon could make big changes to the WWE World Heavyweight Title plans. I think we already talked about this. Uh, this insanity with uh, you know, having Knight of Champions first of all, first of all in Saudi Arabia, and then crowning a new champion overseas. Uh, they were looking into having, actually, according to this report, Seth Rollins or Austin Theory uh, as holders of this new belt. Um, They're in Saudi Arabia. It's for a belt. You know who I think should win? Monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You put maximum male models on the map. <laughs> Having this guy with his belt. Uh, so there's but that. There's no way he competes. He can't compete as Mansois. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. You break, like, break. I feel like they're not okay with that. To uh, to steal from Chris Jericho. Break the walls down. Wow. That's some, Yeah. Uh, that'd be insane. <laughs> you have a very infeminate character uh, coming to win your belt. No, bro. I I don't think he's making a single appearance on that show. <laughs> Not even in a dark match. Or he's going back as as uh, his regular character. Uh, <laughs> Otis takes the place of Mansoor in, uh, in the Maximum Male Models. Otis. Uh, AEW. Uh, I don't know if you ever watch any of Dark <laughs> or Dark Elevation. But it appears that Dark Elevation is quietly going away from your YouTube televisions. Good. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> this, we didn't need it. This week's I episode. mean, I guess we did, but now we definitely don't. There's going to be... By the way, we forgot to mention this last week. There's going to be a new Saturday show <sighs> for AEW called Collision. This is not going to be good, dude. Now, do they take a page out of the WWE's playbook and make it brand specific do they have you have to cm punk on saturday you have to and kenny omega and the bucks on wednesday yes <laughs> all now, this how yeah. does this bring pay-per-views into the in, you into the mix it is your opportunity now which you should have done for rampage it is your opportunity now if you're if you're making this on the same level uh as dynamite as your main show you now have the opportunity to have the wrestlers that you haven't seen in forever to be on those brands and give them two hours and do the same exact thing that that Raw and SmackDown are doing. The problem is that you are going to be prime time on a Saturday. Yeah. Did they say what time? Uh, I, I'd probably go. I don't remember that. Is it 8 to 10? I genuinely hope it's not. It, it has to be. They can't do it any later than that. I say do it before. Oh, okay. So it's like seven to nine. No, classic, classic Turner Saturday wrestling. <laughs> like afternoon wrestling. Nah, six oh five p.m. At <laughs> the super station. Yep. <laughs> Lord, you will get nobody. It's it's, it's going to be pulling teeth to get people for Saturday prime time. If you get a, any earlier or any later, you got it. It's got to be like eight o'clock. 
I feel like that's the perfect time because people are getting ready to go out on Saturday night. This is this is a weird spot. Like, listen, S- SNL has been around for you know going on for uh, past forty years now, but that's like a late night thing. You're, you're you're home on Saturday night if you're not going out. It's it's eleven o'clock. Like at that point, people should be home and you're watching it. But you know they, that's why they don't put main primetime programming on a Saturday at eight o'clock. It's it's unless yeah. it's sports, <laughs> you don't see major major prime times. Not even on a Friday, uh, other than you know, SmackDown at eight o'clock. You do um, see it on Sunday though. Well, you see it Sunday, yeah, because because people are mostly home on Sundays. You know, people are mostly yeah. home Saturdays. So this is going to be a very interesting look. By the way, also, <laughs> how much are we going to complain now? We were complaining before, but are we just getting too much wrestling? It's just going to be like now we're talking, we're tacking on another two hours. It seems like such a long time ago, but when we first started the show, yeah, I, I know where you're going. Yep, it had just became. Wow, this is awesome. Yep. <laughs> you have Monday. You have two shows on Wednesday. What? NXT Tuesday. And it, well, no, no, no. I'm talking about when we first started. Oh, wait, it was on Wednesday. That's right. Right. It was still Wednesday, That's right? Right. right. And we had the Wednesday had, right. Oh, wait. Was that, was, fr- yeah, yeah. SmackDown was on Friday. Yep. And we're like, man. Three days a week. God, that's fucking great. And if you like Impact, which I don't know how many people do, sure. but uh, if you like Impact, you have Thursdays too. Jesus Christ, what a great time for wrestling. And then NXT moves to Tuesdays, and you're like, all right, perfect. Now I could just watch. I watch NXT on Tuesdays, and then I watch w, I watch uh, AEW on uh, on Wednesdays. And, and now we are getting to the point where, listen, I love wrestling, okay? I would not have done 174 shows of a podcast if I did not love wrestling. Okay. Truth. Now, with all that being said, I like to watch other things. I can't keep up with all this shit. Yep. And unfortunately for AEW, Raw and SmackDown, good or bad, will always be in the rotation because of the longevity factor of it. You know it's not really going anywhere. At this point, something really bad has to happen to the WWE for for it to go belly up, for them to cancel Raw. Someone needs to get canceled to the umpteenth degree. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see that happening. I love AEW so much that I incorporated Dynamite. That's fucking great. And Rampage, bring it on. I'm not doing it. I'm driving home from fucking work on Friday at 10 p.m. Sure. Toss that bitch on the fucking on the screen on my on my car and then i'm out toss that bitch <laughs> it's not dangerous i promise i'm not looking at the fucking screen i'm listening to a lot of it and i want to pull up to a red light yeah pray that it's not on a commercial <laughs> but we are getting into the category of we may just have too much wrestling because i'm just gonna run you through a pay-per-view week Let's say it's a WWE pay-per-view. You don't Let's have to, say you don't have to do a pay-per-view. You gotta do the pay-per-view week, but you don't have to do that because minus three hours, you're still talking insanity. But go ahead. Yes, include the pay-per-view. Yeah. So let's say you have a huge pay-per-view like a SummerSlam, mm-hmm. right? SummerSlam is almost always or one of those big fives. They're almost always accompanied by a takeover, mm-hmm. whether it be the week before, the week after, or the week of. Right. Let's say it's the week before. That means you're going to have from 
Saturday of one week to Sunday of the next week, you'll have an NXT pay-per-view. You're going to also have collision on Saturday. That's two shows on Saturday. You're going to have, I'm not even going by hours. I'm just going by shows. You're going to have raw on Monday. You're going to have NXT on Tuesday. You're going to have dynamite on Wednesday. Let's be honest. Neither of us watch impact. So we don't really have to talk about Thursday. It's our off day. Which also have ring of honor. If you watch, (laughs) if you watch that on a Thursday, I thought that was on Friday. Uh, no, it's Thursday. Okay. Well then you have ring of honor on Thursday. Then you have both SmackDown and rampage on Friday. Then you have collision on Saturday and then you have a pay-per-view on Sunday. Or if it's a WWE pay-per-view that will also be on a Saturday. Right. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. So if you had, that's yeah. If you went, AEW would be the three hours on a Sunday, raw three hours, Monday, NXT two hours Tuesday. So now we're at eight hours. Wednesday two hours. So now that's ten hours. Thursday, if you did Ring of Honor, that's two hours. So now we're at twelve. Friday, SmackDown, fourteen, Rampage, fifteen, Collision, seventeen hours. We're almost at a full day of just wrestling. Seventeen hours. Does WWE do a pay per view around Labor Day? What's that pay per view? When they just isn't that uh, that's around the time. Is it before. SummerSlam? SummerSlam is, is before that. Oh, that's August fifth. What's after that? One of the smaller pay per views before we get to surprise. Oh, wait, wait, wait! It's WrestleMania Backlash and it's SummerSlam Payback. Payback and then Survivor Series. Yeah, because uh, I'm just thinking that there may be a time where we have a WWE pay per view on a Saturday, like. We could have all in on a Sunday and it all lead up to a WWE pay-per-view on a Saturday. And now how does that work with collision now too? If they're gonna be on a Saturday at like eight o'clock and they're gonna be literally head to head with a with a PLE. Oh buddy. Dude, they're gonna get destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Something's Although not- I feel like this will be one of them special start times. But- you also gotta right, take right. into account <laughs> this is true. Like AEW starts, start time is six o'clock. <laughs> AEW has to compete on their regular television programming with playoff sports, which is not good. Well, so does WWE. But they're competing in ratings. AEW is competing for a time slot. Right, right. The WWE, unless it's for fr- unless it's for SmackDown on Fox, right. For a couple times that they have to do it for the for the the MLB playoffs, mm. they will like none of those times will change. The t- actually the times never change. It's just the channel that might have to change for that one specific thing. Right, which they've done. It is consistency many many times. Um, oh yeah, AWS had to schedule things, reschedule things. Apparently, there's a 5:30 p.m. Eastern uh, rampage this week. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, for Friday. Yeah. I, I'm i not really sure what uh, – we're running out of days. That's that's the problem. Um, not enough days in the week. But this is a necessity for, for – Not eight. unless you go by a Beatles work week. <laughs> Got it. Thank you. You're very funny. Um, 12 days a week. I know the song. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm hip. I'm with it. Uh, yeah, you, ha- this is a necessity. For- I know the lingo. <laughs> I know what you <laughs> cool cats are talking about. 
I understand there's there's a necessity for AEW to have to do this because you have filled up your entire playpen with all these toys and you don't know what to do with them all because you have too many. And so you have to have the other guys who are not getting any play on this other show led by CM Punk. Is CM Punk going to be enough of a draw to carry this on a week-to-week basis? Or is this, is this going to be the same thing that ra- happened with Rampage where we talked about the the best of both worlds we have an hour show that and i i get to watch rampage when i can if i'm not working but get to watch an hour show of wrestling with minimal promos crunched into an hour and it's prolonging storylines that we sh- that we want to see or that we wanted to have Rampage on there to be able to extend the roster, which I thought was it was initial intention, but we didn't get that, and so now Rampage has become an afterthought. And if you watch, if you watch Dynamite this week, you see that first of all, I I, I didn't know that there was uh, the situation with Jeff Jarrett. I, you know, last time I saw Dynamite was you know Mark Briscoe was mending fences with the two factions there with uh, FTR and and uh, and Jay Lethal, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden on Rampage they broke up, and now on Dynamite they're fighting each other. So I missed that whole thing. Thank God they re- recapped it before the match because I-, I wouldn't have known. But we're not we're not taking dynamite storylines and continuing on do- dynamite storylines and rampage storylines continuing on rampage. It's flowing into each other. So it's it's making you have to watch, which is I probably smart on them to do that. But at yeah. the same time, according to according to ratings, nobody. I'm not the only one that's missing out on these storylines. So it's not really working. Hopefully, collision will mend that. But at the same time, and how does that, how does rampage work into that too? Is is does that play both fences there? As far as storylines, it's only an hour. What do we do with that? This could be very very interesting for AEW coming up here. I say you cancel rampage all all together. So no more dark elevation. Dark continues on. I didn't know what the difference was. Um, and then. Dark continues on because that's a good concept for a program. You're going to be taping some dark matches at a freaking live event, at, at a show. Right. You know what I mean? But what's the point? You're going to have a live taping that's going to go two hours. What's the point You're going to have some dark ta- some dark matches. You tape those dark matches, put them on the internet for, for the young wrestlers to have so I, that they can show people. I thought that was the that was the point of Elevation, too. What was the difference? It was, No, but it got that was the point of Dark. Then Dark Elevation came because they needed a second YouTube show. You don't need a second YouTube show now. You have Dark you need it first. because you can put the undercard on there. Uh-huh. You have Dynamite as an A show. You have Collision as an A show. Right. Dark is a B show. Rampage is a B show. Dark is a C no, show. I'm saying get rid of Rampage altogether. Oh, got it. Rampage is just dark that they show on television. Right. With slightly better matches. Yeah, because it's all recorded. Yeah. What? Uh <laughs> see what else here. Uh so hey AEW. buddy, so is Ring of Honor. So, what? what? You stayed for it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And then you left. Uh see AEW AEW <laughs> canceling. Speaking of AEW, um uh debut, as you mentioned before. Ah, yes. Diamond Mind's own. <clears throat> Mr. Roderick Strong. Uh, he made his debut on Dynamite last night uh, in the AEW roster, helping out uh, his former buddy, Mr. Adam Cole. Bay-bay. Bay-bay. Uh, with his run-in with the JAS. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah. So, it, the entire Undisputed Era, at, at some point, has been in AEW. From NXT straight to AEW. Bobby Fisher's gone. Uh, also, I do believe Kyle O'Reilly is still in AEW. So, I was just about to say. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, there's, there's a, a story about a young up-and-coming wrestler who wants to get back into the ring after his injury. And that wrestler is Kyle O'Reilly. Um, and so, he, they had this... Uh, they were having a storyline. One of the... <laughs> One of the storylines, if we can go back in time and, and pick up all the storylines that we've we've had built up and then completely just disappear, they have to be on the, the top five of what the hell happened to that storyline. And the UE and the Young Bucks um never became a thing. So that was that was gonna be a huge thing. It was gonna be like this. Well, they got injured and then Bobby left. Right. So that's that's why it didn't happen. But we well, that's why it, that that is what happened. Right. No, that's what happened. But we never got the story as to where it was going to go with Fish and Cole and and uh, you know the rest of the young bucks. Yeah, but now you can have once all this comes into fruition, right. you have uh, the Bucks and and Hangman. I'm sorry, the Bucks and Kenny. Right. Once they get all cool and tight with Hangman once again, that's a four right there. Then on the other side, you have Adam Cole, baby the messiah of the backbreaker Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly who is famous for some jiu-jitsu shit and Bobby Fish, the best name in pro wrestling <laughs> it really is all on another side, four on four warfare perfect, so, so bringing back Bobby Fish is what you're saying yeah, I mean you have to okay the only reason why the under, the only reason why Bobby Fish left was because they couldn't do anything, like he couldn't do anything, because he was so stuck with, with the two of the other guys and they were injured, right now i think bobby comes back while uh yeah and so and so and so roderick is now all elite uh and then wwe was according to this article tight-lipped about roderick strong's status for months uh so after he made his debut yesterday apparently some people in wwe were surprised <laughs> about his debut sean sap noted behind fightful's paywall that wwe had been tight-lipped about roderick strong's status for several months it has been that long since his last NXT appearance, where he was a part of the disbanding Diamond Mine angle. Um, I believe August of last year. August of last year. It was also noted Roger Strong re-signed with WWE in 2021. At that time, he they, WWE had plans to make him the centerpiece of the revamped NXT Cruiserweight division. It went absolutely nowhere because that's when Triple H lost control um, of the 205 Live brand. And all those, those plans got changed. He requested his release from WWE in 2022. It was initially denied. Uh, the outlet went on to say that several members of the locker room believe that Roderick Strong's contract was up this year, and it, it was. Um, and so they just waited. I thought it was up next year. No, no, no. His his contract was up in 24. He had signed. His, he did just get quietly released from the WWE. 21, he was signed. On a three-year deal, I believe. Uh, I remember reading that somewhere. Okay. Uh, it doesn't say the amount of time that he was signed to. Um, it does say how Tony Khan was able to sign all four members of the UE at some point, and of course Bobby Fish has already been has already departed. Uh, Roddy Strong's addition to the roster could be a big deal for them. So Tony Khan just bought out NXT. He bought out essentially. <laughs> He's buying out talent from NXT. Yeah, at least their men's division, their women's division is still there. But is they're actually top stars in the, in the, on the main roster. So what does that say about? I mean, it says a lot, but I'm, I'm answering my own question. What does it say about the talent from WWE if you don't make it to the main roster or you do make it there and you don't make it that big that you can come to AEW 
and be the biggest name in the entire company. As a, as in Adam Cole, baby. Well, look look at the type of people that did jump and had success in AEW. Uh, let's just not say had success. Look at the people that did jump ship to AEW who had success in, in NXT. Adam uh, Cole. Sure. Keith Lee. Okay. The uh, FTR boys. Okay. And that one's a different. Yeah. But they all, all of them, oh. were elder, not elderly, but they were established pro wrestlers already that went to NXT to hone themselves for television, do this and this and that in the WWE system. Right. Triple H wanted to have some some in, indie uh, superstars in there as well as the up-and-coming guys. Exactly. But if you look at the really young talent mm. that were in there who were just coming, they may not have been in pro wrestling too long if they were in pro wrestling. Some of them weren't even in the business. Mm. Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Dakota Kai, people like that are, I don't know why I put Dakota Kai in that, but it was the first person that came to my mind. People like that are still there because they were able to be molded. I think that the people who are established pro wrestlers, they might not have the best time going to NXT if you can't mold correctly. There are uh, exceptions to that rule, obviously. Right. Kevin Owens, Sami, uh, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, people like that. But for every Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, you have an Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. You know what I mean? And uh Which why? I get Roderick Strong. He's I mean, as far as everybody that you mentioned is also, which I, I, I will say to the day I die, you cannot make it in wrestling unless you can talk on a mic. I don't care how good you are. If you can't cut a promo, there's nothing for you. Ever. Yeah. Or you can cut the greatest promo and be a horrible wrestler. Every you know, old school wrestler that I can think of. And you'll still make it. So brother. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Um <laughs> so if you can you can do that, you can make it in wrestling. So Roderick Strong, not so much. Adam Cole, very much. Why didn't he make it? What what did Vince have against him? Is he a small because he's a smaller guy? I mean, that's Sami Zayn. Isn't doesn't Adam Cole and Sami Zayn have kind of like the same structure feature other than maybe one being a little taller than the other? Yeah. And guess what? What happened in Montreal? I love when you do. This. I'm asking you what happened in Montreal. <laughs> Which Montreal? Are you talking about the screw job? Are you talking about Montreal 2022? Are you talking about? Uh, 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 Sorry, uh, Montreal 2023. <laughs> uh, uh, Sami Zayn lost. If Vince and Hunter had thought that highly of Sami Zayn, he would have went over. I, well, okay. Well, I mean, they. It's, it's, sto it's storyline, obviously. I get it, but right. you know what I mean. I mean, that also applies to Cody Rhodes and anybody else. That's All right. Well, let me, let me ask you Reigns. this. Do you think Adam Cole would have been put in that exact same spot? If they had given him a mic and, and had him, you know, possibly do what he does and what he's doing in AEW now? Yeah, but they never gave him that shot. He had the shot at NXT and they didn't see it, I guess, is, is what, what I'm saying. Yeah. You have these guys that are, are tiny little... You know, blow in the wind kind of wrestlers who just can. Oh, that's rich coming from you. As far as what? Tiny and little. I'm eh, little, maybe. Nothing tiny or little about me. You're big and little. 
Uh, pause again. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Relax yourself there. Oh, man. We're drinking Bud Light. So I. Listen, listen, <laughs> buddy. Okay. Got a whole six pack right here. Come on, come on this over. is a Coors family. <laughs> always has been. Always will be. By the way, shout out to Coors. Also, uh, proud supporters of LGBTQ community. Shout out to Kid Rock for buying Bud Light and supporting them that way. He shot all of them, which is fucking hilarious, yes. but he still had to buy them. What a waste of money. I know. <laughs> what a jackass. I Listen, listen. All right, man. <laughs> no, what a tool. <laughs> Cowboy. What a tool. Cowboy. Bawa to ba. Fucking bangers. I know. Bangers. I'm not saying they were bad. Songs. But man, he's fucking off. <laughs> What an awful human being. Anyway, we move on. So WWE didn't really didn't know. Well, they, they kept tight lipped about Roderick Strong, and he made his debut. Um, and then that's everything I have outside the ring. As far as anything inside the ring, it was pretty much all leading up to backlash. Business as usual. Business as usual. <laughs> um, oh, uh, no. San Benito. San Benito versus uh, uh, Damian Priest in Puerto Rico. Oh, Mr. Babon? Yeah, Baboni. Baboni. Uh yeah, Baboni coming on just destroying uh priest with the the kendo stick. Um interesting though for them to pick Chicago for him to return. I don't know what that was for. Also the coincidence of uh former Bullet Club members fighting in their in the uh other main events. Oh wow. I wonder where the fuck you heard that one from. Uh from everywhere online. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I'll read a text message that I sent before that main event even happened. You, you are just, saying, you're just, wow, how genius of the WWE to put you, two Bullet Club members in Chicago. You are just all kinds of in the know, aren't you? I am, dude. You're so smart. You want me to say it? I got my so, ear to the ground. So smart. Uh, yeah. Cody Rose and Finn Balor. Um, uh, RK Bro. Uh, that's, my, my, here's my, my other thing and i guess i I guess i'm done for the the show um i understand that you have to have these new factions come up but you are burying your your newest faction in the lwo and uh shout out to chavo guerrero and you can he can go fuck himself um the fact that he's good (laughs) the fact that he's uh shouting out and saying all this nonsense about uh, the use of eddie guerrero um yeah just Keep your mouth shut, please. No, nobody wants to hear from you. Nobody cares about you. Your last last time you were relevant was a Chad White gimmick that went nowhere because it was racist and stereotypical. <laughs> so you, you can just well, no, hang on, hang on a second. Go, go on. I want to back up Chavo Guerrero for one and one thing only, please. He has been relevant as of late. Go on. He is actually one of the stunt coordinators on Young Rock, so you can't say he isn't relevant. All right, that is a very popular television show. It really is good for him. Good for him. <laughs> and dark side of the ring, you know, naturally what people after they're disgruntled from the WWE. May 30th, my friend, I, there will be a segment on every single show for the next 10, for those 10 episodes on this show here for recapping the episode of <laughs> dark side of the ring. I cannot wait. And apparently the from uh, not that we had to be told this, but the rumors- and they expect me to watch collision, too. Uh, and I got I dark side of the All ring. Get the-, the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> There's no way in hell. Uh, uh, not that we had to be told about it, but because we would assume. But uh, rumor also with the episodes that the Marty Jannetty episode is absolutely absurd. Just as far as the insanity that we're about to see uh, that went, went down with that whole nonsense. Did they have Marty on it at all? That's uh, all I want to know. I don't believe so. 
I doubt it, but I want to know. I would love to. See, that would be that would be amazing if they had. Did they on. have Sean on at all. <laughs> That's a bigger question. That would be the bigger question. That would be also doubt it. <laughs> when you kicked him in the face and he went through the window, did his did his mindset change? Did he go into a murder spree and talk about yeah. to kill people? Do you contribute to Marty Jannetty's CTE and possibly killing a young woman? Thoughts. <laughs> Thoughts. Thoughts, Mister Mike. Get the microphone out of my face. Yeah. Yeah, he just starts super kicking everybody. My papers go everywhere. <laughs> Stu, I had to kick Stu. Yeah. God, so good. Anyway, anything else? Good God. There's, this was really nothing exciting in happening. I mean, other than Baboni. Yeah, Baboni came out to his song, Bukerti. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Freaking Booker T. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Anything from you? No, man. I really just wanted to talk about that belt. The belt, the belt was the belt, the belt and the Roderick thing. Strong are the only two things I really needed to get to today. The belt is the thing. <laughs> We're going to get to see this belt on this new uh, champion coming out of Saudi Arabia. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this should be interesting seeing where these other belts go <laughs> that, that Reigns has and uh, where they don't go because apparently. This, none, none of this makes sense. But welcome to McMahon WWE. We're back, baby. We are back yeah. into the into the drudges of the Fucking shit. Great. We're back into the drudges of the shit, the shithole. Th- and thanks Triple H for, uh, you know, this is like World War Two being the cover <laughs> that we thought you you were. Yeah, Nikon lying. Yeah, Triple H is in full creative control. Okay, suck a dick. Yeah, this is like World War Two, man. Everybody thought that the first time it was like this greatest thing. Oh my god, the the, the humanity. Mm. And the World War II comes around and we're like, fuck, we got to go through this again. Again. <laughs> it's happening. I thought we were done with this shit. It's happening again. Ugh. Oh lord. I think the the next couple of weeks with McMahon at the helm, I'm just that's literally just be like, oh lord. I'm going to end every show with the the groan. We get the we get the backstage changes every every week. It'll be a report. This one's disgruntled because they were, they were supposed to go on literally as of like this this past raw. Also, an hour before the show, there were changes, and they had to go through with the changes. And people got cut from the show, and you know they all prepared for their matches, and you know they didn't get get to do them because McMahon hates everything Triple H does. You know he hates good things, so he has to change it because he has such an ego. Blah blah blah. Same story. Yeah, so get ready, guys. This is gonna be the mo for. A while to come, unless uh, it's uh, unless it's um, mustache is mandated for everybody. <laughs> everybody gets a salsa. <laughs> you get a salsa. You get a salsa. Yeah. Lord have mercy, ladies and gentlemen. That is the Sons of Slam. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, tell your friends to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the SoundCloud. Guys, thank you so very much. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mister Joe Black, sir. Until next Bye. Time. Take it easy. The Sons of Slam Podcast. <laughs>